Welcome to the Church Fails Podcast, where we bring our failures out into the open so we can laugh together and learn something along the way. In this episode, we're going to be talking about escaping the post-corona rut. But for those of you who don't know me, my name's Cade, and I'm the creator of Collaborate Worship and the lead pastor at No Limits Church. My name's Dylan. I'm the creative director at Collaborate Worship and the worship leader at No Limits Church. All right, so here's the thing. We had a lot of ambitions right before COVID started that obviously had to be put on the back burner when the door shut. But now that we're back open and operating as normal, we found that a lot of those things have remained on the back burner, but we feel like we're finally starting to, to make strides forward again. Um, at least now for me, I feel like I'm finally getting out of a rut that COVID got me into. Mm-hmm. Um, but d- did you kind of share some of the same frustrations? Were you stuck in a rut as well? Yeah. 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 But I feel like I'm coming out of it too. It's like, yeah, things are finally getting back on track. Like, I feel like I'm making progress now. Whereas like Corona, we're just all putting out fires like for months, you know, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the fires are kind of put out, not all of them, but a majority of them. So yeah, our job is not being firefighters anymore. Yeah. Thankfully. <laughs> so share some of the things that got put on hold at our church when COVID hit. Yeah, so at our church, we do something called growth track, which is kind of like a new member process, maybe what you would call it at your church. Um, It just gets people acquainted with our church, and then it moves into, like, we do a spiritual gifts test, a personality test um, that helps them discover their purpose and how that ties in with the church so that we can hopefully get them plugged into the right team at church that's the fit with their purpose. That's the whole goal of growth track. And we had to put that on hold because whenever we were going online, we weren't quite sure how to do growth track online. We were just trying to figure out how to do services online. So we figured it was best to just kind of put that on hold for a few months instead of trying to do both services and growth track at the same time, because we were already slim on time because of everything that was going on. And then it's like three or four months into it, we're like, oh, growth track, like you kind of forgot about it. And it's such an integral part of our church. Um, I'm glad that we brought it back. So we actually reintroduced growth track in August, which was last month. And we graduated six people, which was great. They jumped in and, and it was just, it felt right to, to have that going again. We did it in person. We've been having in-person services since May because we live in Oklahoma and that's whenever they opened up the restrictions. We went back as soon as they would let us. Everything's been going great. Nobody's gotten Corona. Nobody's died. I mean, it's just been incredible. Our church is growing and it's just been awesome. And yeah, I'm glad Growth Track is back. And another thing, we still did small groups throughout COVID stuff. Zoom small groups. Yeah. We moved some of them. We had to finish a semester on Zoom. That's how that went down. Yeah. And then we normally have a break anyway before we kick off our summer semester of small groups. So we kicked off our summer semester just like normal and they all met in person. And it was actually probably our best small group season we've ever had was right in the middle of all this. Um, I know I led a small group and it was the first time that I've led one in my house. Normally I would have done it at the church or at a restaurant or something like that because I have small kids, they go to bed early. I was kind of concerned that it'd be hard to get them in bed. But I was kind of like, I was like, let's just give it a shot and see what happens. And I learned that small groups happen way better in a house. Like people built relationships. It was just, it was incredible semester of small groups. It's awesome. Yeah. So with the worship team anyway, I think my focus before COVID a lot was on building relationships within the team. And we were making really big strides in that effort. We were doing a lot of like extracurricular stuff outside of Sunday services and just really enjoying each other's friendships. And obviously some of that got put on hold whenever they put restrictions on how many people could meet in person. And so to be safe, we kind of stopped doing a lot of that. And then I was also, I think I was introducing more songs than I normally would. 
in the months leading up to the quarantine. And we were, uh, we kind of, it seemed like we were having a lot of hits. We did, started doing a lot of Church of the Highlands mm-hmm. and our church really started connecting with it. And so I just kind of started to do more and more of the, the Jesus You Alone album. Yeah. And they were Good just, stuff. they were eating it up. And then obviously whenever COVID hit, <laughs> new songs were not a priority at all. And they weren't on my mind at all. And so I actually don't think we've even done a new song since quarantine hit. And I'm just now realizing that like it's time to get back into the the flow of uh, dipping our toes into other kinds of worship music and stop just being so comfortable, just doing songs that are easy. And so, uh, yeah, those were a few of the things for us on the worship team that got put on the back burner was relationship building and um, building up our song cue, stuff like that. We were just kind of playing it safe for a long time, I think. Yeah. We're finally getting out of that. Well, from like a non worship person. Well, you know, I was a worship leader for 10 years, but it's funny when you unplug from it, like uh, you see it from a different perspective when you're just the one out in the audience. At that point, I haven't even noticed that you haven't done a new song. Really? That long. Yeah. The team's noticed. Yeah. I'm sure the team does notice. <laughs> yeah. They feel in a rut whenever you're doing the same songs for five months or however long it's been. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was just so not focused on that and it didn't even feel like a rut to me for the longest time until they started complaining. I was like, oh yeah, we have just kind of been playing it safe for a long time, haven't we? Yeah, I think that's a good thing though. If like your worship team's overwhelmed with whatever and like you're working through something, like that's a, the first thing that should go on the back burner because more than likely the church doesn't even notice. Like I think some churches have been doing the same songs for the last 30 years. <laughs> that's probably true. I think I could go back to my childhood church and hear some of the same songs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but you should have a, an effort to keep it fresh. And a lot of that's for the worship team. They need to keep refining their skills. And how do you know if you're going to find the next uh, one that really resonates with your church if you aren't trying new ones? It's true. Yeah. There's so much good stuff coming out out there. Through that. So I guess if I were to kind of sum up my COVID rut, it would be like pursuing excellence is what got put on the back burner for us. It's like I said earlier, we kind of felt like firefighters for a long time. And, uh, I mean, the Lord's been moving throughout all of this a lot. Mm-hmm. And I've come to the realization that we've learned a lot about humility in the last couple of months, mm-hmm. for sure. And I think maybe that's what we were to learn from all of this. Yeah. I think with all of the the extra stuff kind of being put to the side and we're focused on being a part of Sunday services that are purposeful and not just like repetitive. Mm -hmm. That's kind of been our focus here lately. And the team has really learned how to just step out of the way and let God move. Have you noticed that Mm -hmm. here lately? Yep. I've been really impressed with them. Like their level of humility has gone through the roof here lately. Yeah. That's what it takes really. Yeah. And it's almost like we're coming out of our rut of you can get in a scheduling rut, like where you just follow the schedule and you're just trying to get from like beginning to end. And that's like the focus. Yeah which kind of like how a lot of people live their lives. So that can carry like into church. And then you totally miss like something that God wanted to do in the service because you're just on mission to get to the end of the service. (laughs) Yeah. And I think we've all just gotten tired of that here recently. Yep. And we've all realized that like in our own efforts, it's only going to go so far. (laughs) I think that happens. It's a cycle of doing that, but I've just noticed it a lot more in the last couple of months. Have you? Yeah. Well, I think it's a a movement of humility across the entire world. Yeah. Because, you know, in the Bible, it says... I can't think of the scripture reference off for it's either first or second Chronicles where it says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, like that's the first 
the first thing we've got to do is humble ourselves. And then, you know, it goes on to say that he will heal our land. And that's what we're all asking for. He's like, all right, well, there's some steps we got to take first. So it's almost like there's been a move of humility in our church. And I bet there's been a move of humility in other churches as well. I bet it's pretty common right now. Probably so. Yep. Yeah. It's been good here lately. Um, I don't know. I've just been astounded at, it's the kind of service where you don't really know what's going to happen next. And it just kind of all falls into place without you really having to put any effort into it. You know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to explain, but it's been crazy to watch. Well, it's like you prepare. Yeah. But then it's not really up to your skill level for the service to go well and for it to touch people's lives. Yeah. What it is. I feel like, like a good definition of humility. It's not like, um, cowering down as if you're worthless, which a lot of people will see humility that way. But humility is really just saying, God, not my way, but yours. Like, I want your power working through me. I don't want to try to do this in my own power. That's what godly humility looks like. Yeah. And whenever you can get an entire team to do that, like the entire worship team or the leadership team at church, or really even an entire church just to say, not your way, or not my way, God, but yours. Like we humble ourselves before you and we want your power to move through us in whatever way. Like I'm going to do whatever you ask me to do. Um, I put my ideas aside, my desires, my will. And it, it just always turns out better that way because God knows what you need anyway. And he's not going to ask you to do anything that doesn't already resonate with your spirit on the inside of you because he had a plan for you before you were even born. So humbling yourself just comes with all kinds of benefits. It's been good. I think it's good for America. America as a whole needs to learn how to humble themselves. Mm-hmm. I wonder if a lot of our funny failures had anything to do with it. <laughs> Probably. All the stuff we've talked about in previous podcasts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we've had a lot of stuff like that happen lately. There's nothing that reminds you you need to humble yourself than whenever you fall flat on your face. You think that you got it all under control and that you got your skill level up to where it needs to be and then you totally mess up. <laughs> You might remember in a couple of podcasts ago, we talked about whenever we had to restart the first song because we got off again. Mm -hmm. That actually happened. Was that last Sunday or the Sunday? I think it was the Sunday before. That you got off? Yeah. You didn't have to restart though. No, it was the same exact song. And we got off and we were just kind of so deep into it and it would just seem extra awkward to start over at that point. So what happened was (laughs) I went to the back because that's like, okay, they're off. And so we have the backing track going, which has all this syncopated stuff going and it just doesn't fit whenever you're not right on with Mm -hmm. it. And so we have a sound guy that we've been training up and he's doing a really good job. He's pretty new. He's like two months in or so, but man, he's doing an incredible job, but he's just not quite like, um, I don't want to say brave, but I don't know that he has... He hasn't realized his full autonomy at this point to know that he should have pulled the backing track down in this moment because he recognized it too because he's also a band director at school so he notices musical things. So I went back to the back like 30 seconds into the song. I was like, hey man, just turn that backing track all the way down, like fade it out. It's like, because did you notice they're like off the beat? He's like, yeah, I just didn't know what to do. <laughs> so we turned that down and then the church didn't even notice they were off. But I'm sure the backing track was still being heard in your in-ear monitors. So that was probably a bummer for you guys. But No, actually it wasn't in our ears anymore. Okay. You turned it down. And so we just kind of acted like nothing was going on. Just kept playing. Yep. Worked out. (laughs) (laughs) Always a solution. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw you going back there, I was like, oh, thank the Lord. (laughs) I knew exactly what you were doing. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Kate saved us once again. (laughs) Yeah. Funny stuff like that happens all the time. And it's really humbling. So. (laughs) No doubt. It's good. I think it's good when that stuff happens for sure. Yep. I'm sure you could have your own stories to tell. And and that's, that's a good thing. But um, from this episode, I just hope that you get to 
realize that choosing humility is like the best way to go. And if you haven't done that already, like it's easy to stay caught up in pride. So this isn't like a put down in any way. If you haven't taken the humility path yet, I think it's kind of like a default human, uh, the way, just the way we are, like we want to do it in our, our way, our own power, our own strength, just let all that go and say, God, allow your power to work through me. And it's really just that simple of a prayer. You just say, God, I humble myself before you. I want your power working through me. Do your thing because I know your way is better than mine. And he will. He does every time. Yeah. And I would say like, if you're feeling stuck in a rut right now, I came to the realization that we're probably never going to get back to what we were doing right before COVID started. Mm -hmm. Like God's probably moved on from what you thought needed to be done back then. And so if you feel stuck in a rut and you don't know what the next step is, like ask God for, for that one next, don't try to like implement so many things at one time. But ask him what he wants to do now, not what he wanted to do back in February or January or whatever, but what does he want to do now? You know, that'd be my encouragement. Good stuff. God's always moving into new things. Mm-hmm. No reason to look behind. Yeah, looking forward. Everybody's always talking about the new normal yeah. or getting back to the old normal. I think that's a big argument right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about we just get back to what God wants to do? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> forget new normal, forget old normal. We're just going to do what God wants us to do. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, thanks for being with us. We thank you for dedicating your time to this podcast. If we would ask you to do anything, it's to go ahead and subscribe so that we can let you know when the next episode comes out. We release these every week. Um, And also, if if this resonated with you and you can think of somebody that you think would benefit from it as well, maybe another worship leader friend or another church leader or just maybe a church member in your church, go ahead and copy this link and, and send it to them or share this podcast however you share podcasts. That way you can help us get the word out. So we appreciate you. Thanks for being with us. We'll catch you next time. Thank you.